Hello and welcome to Connecting to Host. I'm going to go out there and say it's probably the best co-op and multiplayer gaming podcast in the world. Yes, I said it. So we've recorded over 30 shows now and that's been one every two weeks. We've kept a schedule, Ben. We've kept a fucking schedule this year. <laughs> How is that? I, it, it's good. I think it'd be more appropriate to name us the best co-op and multiplayer gaming podcast with not enough ratings to warrant a star rating on iTunes. <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's we're just too so, cool for iTunes rating. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you couldn't put six stars, so uh, people couldn't rate it. <laughs> One to four is the uh, way you rate things, basically. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know that? Three tells me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as I say, we've recorded over thirty shows now, over over twenty twenty four in the last year, and you can check them out on our website, connectingtohost.co.uk. But today, we're going to talk about our favourite six co-op games of the year not all of them featured in previous shows uh, mm. all of the our games we talk about today were released in 2017 and we've ranked our favorite six together so we have one of those nice lists and countdowns which everyone loves but before we kick off with that there are obviously a few that didn't quite make the cut and i think we should just just bring them to the forefront now some of our favorites that weren't quite good enough to make the make the short list so do you want to kick us off with one of your Honourable mentions, Benjamin? I certainly will, and I will kick it off by saying this was not a game released in 2017. So it's all over that. Uh, that <laughs> the only already. one, well, apart from the next one, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah apart, apart from these two. These three things, just fine. Uh, so uh, my first one is Toth, Thoth, Toth, whatever we ended up deciding it was called. Um, I can't remember what episode we did it. It was a long time ago, maybe somewhere around the 16s, 17s. Uh, but Toth was a really interesting indie game where you played as a circle, trying to get away from other circles, eating shit. Um, it was a very crazy, hectic, twin-stick, shootery, dark, morbid thing that <laughs> I played on my own and thought, there's no way in hell I'm ever going to finish this. And then we sat down for about two hours and just bitched through it in uh, co-op. And we actually finished it. We were mightily impressed with ourselves. But uh, Yeah, we did. That was that was a lot of fun. Nice couch co-op. In another episode, but I, I remember it because it was such a great experience. Because it was a game I thought, yeah. no chance we'll finish it. And then we did, and that was <laughs> epic. We felt badass at the end of that yeah. session. So. Yeah. Nice. Uh, my first honourable mention is the, the one and only Rocket League. I mean, to be fair... It came out on Switch in 2017. So, you know, mm. you know, it's loose, but that's always, you know, we, we, don't, we play, don't play by the rules here. So. Fast um, and loose, that's how we like it. <laughs> but it is one of our most played games. In fact, it must be the game we have played most this year. So it would be wrong not to just mention it. Yes, we've already reviewed it. And uh, I think it's even better now that there's Switch crossplay with xbox and pc and i think ps4 but there was uh there have been cases people playing switch against xbox and pc and that's pretty cool i mean oh. it feels like you're at a disadvantage when you're kicking back in bed on your switch and some motherfucker with a 100 hertz screen on pc <laughs> is kicking my ass but it's still fun to play <laughs> it, it's so. even more harsh when we're on our 100 hertz big motherfucking curved screen <laughs> with the gtx 1080 high frame rate and then some jackass on a switch beats us but, yeah uh, <laughs> split screen probably <laughs> split screen handheld mode <laughs> i 
three and a half inches of screen and they can still beat us. No, 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 no. That's that's why our rankings have gone up recently. Because Gold three. Players. Yeah, that's why it made the list. Bearing, bearing in mind that I did have a shit fit halfway through the year and stopped playing it for about three <laughs> weeks. And then I got drunk on my birthday and I did a drunk install and we started playing it again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we've played it for 180 hours each this year. So it's uh, definitely the top <laughs> game I've played this year. But uh, that yeah. was our number one game last year, so it couldn't couldn't be in it again this year. So I'll no. move on to yeah. a game that did come out this year and is almost as good, really, and that's Snipperclips. <laughs> <laughs> Snipperclips on the Switch. It was a interesting novelty that felt like it should have been free with the Switch, um, but I felt much better having a kind of mathematical physics-y type you know, rotate things around and a bit of a brain teaser rather than milking a cow in one, two switch. So um, I was pretty pleased with the uh, stupid clips on the whole. Um, I can't, again, I can't remember which episode we reviewed it in, but we did. Um, I think we got through it in a couple of hours. It didn't take very long, but an enjoyable diversion nonetheless. And uh, interesting to note, since we recorded that episode, they've launched Snipperclips Plus which brings 30 new stages to the game oh. uh, across two new worlds. I think it's a whole new standalone game, but if you own the original, you can buy it as DLC. Uh, and yeah, it's essentially uh, another another 30 stages, and they've brought Pro Controller support to the game. So, How did I not know about this? <laughs> One that slipped by, Kylo Ben Why? Weekly. Jeez. All right, I have to look into that straight after this. That sounds awesome. <laughs> So something which uh, which we haven't played together yet, but maybe at some point we will. Dis- disqualify was, uh... from the list. <laughs> uh, so it was Gears of War 4, which um, was actually, to me, a bit of a surprise. After after Gears of War Judgment, I think it was, like 3.5, which was um, a bit of a letdown on the Xbox 360. Uh, I've played through Gears of War 4. It has only two-player co-op in the campaign, sadly, uh, but it still works really well. Uh, the campaign is... Good. I wouldn't say it's stunning or amazing, but it's fun. Obviously, it's a very combat-heavy game. Uh, but there's also Horde mode, which is good, uh, and then Versus mode, which I never play. Um, but I imagine if you like that sort of thing, it's fun as well. Uh, interestingly, some of the game modes, not all of them, support crossplay between PC and Xbox One as well, which is kind nice. of cool. So you can you can actually play. I think Horde mode is one of them, where you can play, and I can sit on my PC, and someone else can sit on their Xbox, and we can play together. That's pretty cool. Something nice. I want to see more of in the future. And it's a Play Anywhere title, so if you buy it digitally, you get it on both platforms, which is also nice. And it's uh, one of the Xbox One X enhanced games that's mm. actually you know fully native 4K. And it's apparently a really, really, really nice port from what I've read about it. But, uh, yeah. Oh, it runs butterly, butterly smooth on my, my, my rig, and it's, uh, it looks gorgeous. 123 gigabytes of hard drive space devoted to that bad boy. Oh, Jesus. God, you'd want it to look good, wouldn't you? Christ. So you need a big download cap if you want to play it, or unless you buy it on disc. But. Speaking of uh, ridiculously large gigabyte games with high graphical fidelity, Video Ball is my next. <laughs> <laughs> my next honourable mention. That's Video Ball. And I choose Video Ball. I mean, we shat all over it in our review of it. Um, because it had no online element. I mean, there was just no one playing it, so mm. we couldn't play competitively. We could only play it against each other, and you got upset because I always beat you. Um, <laughs> so it didn't really have the legs on it that it deserved because it was a beautifully put-together game, very polished, uh, and it still has one of my favourite soundtracks of the year. 
really good jazzy soundtrack and um yeah just great fun a lot of uh amusing moments and even now when we play rocket league i'll still shout that's rocket league just because i wish they got the commentator from video ball to do the announcements in those rocket league mm. matches where they've added that stupid fucking voice because you scored a goal it's like shut up i hate that guy i uh, see so yeah, a video ball video ball i would have put it in my top three if it wasn't for the fact that we have it as a do not recommend on yeah. our website <laughs> i can yeah, really sadly. put it number one Sadly, not not a great one v one game, and lacking uh, an online community meant there wasn't much opportunity to play it. So, yeah, uh, my last honourable mention is something which we're actually going to review in an upcoming episode. So I'm not going to say too much about it, but it brought back the Borderlands Two feel, which we haven't really had anything to fill that niche for a couple of years now, and that was Shadow Warrior Two, and that was yeah, just fairly mindless fun. I mean, it wasn't too deep, but it had a few laughs in it, and it had yeah. a lot of loot, a lot of upgrades, and a lot of running around and slashing and shooting demons. And uh, one or two of the stages were a bit of a slog, but most of the most of it was just quite a lot of fun. I think probably a game that's better in co-op than it is on your own, because it is a little bit repetitive. With yeah. friends, you're chatting away, hacking and slashing. It's kind of fun. I think Very on your own, you might get a bit like, yeah. So, yeah. So, I like it. It's a good game. So let's move on to our top six games of 2017. But before we do, us, oh, ooh, ooh. oh, I'm yeah. just going to put a little little insert in here. I have a dishonorable mention. Oh, <gasps> yeah. I have my attack. biggest disappointment of the year for co-op gaming <laughs> or multiplayer gaming, more acutely, which is Deformers. Deformers. I had high mm. hopes for. I loved Deformers. I played the beta. I thought this looks great. Little cuddly ball animal creatures and you smack stuff around and it was like a brawler but sort of cute overtones to it and a lot of fun mechanics and it was utterly utterly destroyed by a, a 30 pound launch um, yeah which I, I believe steam spy showed what was it seven people played it in launch week on pc something like that <laughs> it was just utterly destroyed um i bought it and there was just you couldn't you couldn't even get a match together there wasn't enough people online that was a great shame i had very high hopes that that was going to be one of my top three games of the year but instead it's left me with a twisted soul yeah i definitely would have bought that for 12 quid around that because it's that kind of fun throwaway game yeah it might end up yeah i, th- I thought rocket league was a throwaway game right <laughs> yeah <laughs> it could have turned into that but i wouldn't have spent 30 quid on rocket league before i knew how much i was going to play it so yeah. But anyway, we'll move on to the proper list now, but I just wanted to get that off my chest because I fucking hate that game. <laughs> Let me do my build up again then. Ooh, <clears throat> oh, top okay. six games of 2017, connecting to host approved. Kick us off with number six, Ben. Okay, so we reviewed this in episode 21, and this is a little bit cheeky because whilst it does have a different title, it is just a re release of an old game, and that is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. Um, and I mentioned this one because it's the first Mario Kart game I think we've ever played together. Yeah. Uh, in our many years of friendship, I don't think we ever played any other Mario Kart game. Um, and that is how you solidify a friendship. <laughs> it is. I mean, we were just acquaintances until this happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but it's it's a great game for the Switch. I mean, it, it's you know, 1080p, 60 frames a second, which is always nice on a console, which is really just a shitty tablet with some cool controllers slapped on the side. Um, 
it's really fast gameplay that you can just join matches with other people. Um, the fact that we got to play it when I came over to visit you in Sweden mm. and me, you and your wife all sat on our own separate switches in a room playing it <laughs> while she hurled assaults at me was uh, was great fun. Um, just because she was slightly bitter because I was always in front. Um, yeah. That was fun. I'm going to keep that for a long time. That's my, my one hold over her. Uh, <laughs> the fact that it comes with all the DLC is nice and that they added a few little extra twists and turns so there's uh, the um, Splatoon squid inklings mm, whatever they call them yeah. uh, they're in it I don't think there were any extra maps the only thing they added was uh, like battle modes and stuff it would have been nice if they'd added just just maybe two um, competitions worth so eight maps I think they could have added eight maps to it mm. So that was a little disappointing that there wasn't anything that new to add to it to people like me who'd already played the original Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U relentlessly and finished everything. Uh, but overall, great game. Uh, it's a no-brainer to pick up on the Switch if you have the Switch. Great fun with friends. Brilliant co-op action. Uh, just a great game. Has to be on the list. Unlike most games where uh, I'll buy them, play them to death, maybe not treat after I buy them given my Steam backlog, but you know, you buy it, you play it for 40 hours and then you probably won't touch it again. This is one of the games that sits in my Switch library and I'll play it three hours a month, maybe. <laughs> Just like, oh, someone someone at work's got it. Should we play? Yeah, yeah, six of us have it. Great, yeah, let's just sit around the sofas and play it for fun. Or, you know, you're visiting from Sweden. Great, let's play this little game while we're just, just out and about. Just for an hour, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good. Uh, Pick I up and play. really like it for that. So Cool, so number five is uh, one that we haven't played, actually, but it's one that I played with another friend. And um, partly in here because of the crossplay, but many other reasons too, and that is Halo Wars 2. So um, it wasn't a massively acclaimed game when it came out. I mean, it, it, the, the official reviews were reasonably good, but the user reviews weren't great. Um, but then they've released some DLC with some extra stages and some new game modes, and I think it's a pretty well-fleshed-out game now. So the, the main campaign can be played entirely in co-op, which is cool. It's between 8 and 12 hours, I guess, and it's a little bit unbalanced when you play it in co-op, because especially for the first few missions, the one of you generally controls the Spartan, and then the other person controls everything else, and that's about even. <laughs> the Spartans kind of like the hero units. Um, but nice. what's really cool is I was playing it on the PC, on my 1080p ultra widescreen, um, with the Xbox app running. He was playing it on his Xbox One, and it was seamless, which was pretty cool. It's nice. Uh, we've played through a bunch of the campaign. We haven't quite finished it. But I have no doubt when we do, we'll buy the DLC because it's pretty cool. And then there was a DLC released fairly recently, which adds a kind of, I, I want to say, light horde mode. Um, so a, a wave defense mode against um, the, the flood. Uh, if you, beyond that, when you're done playing it co-op with your friend, there's more traditional RTS game you can play. I think you can play that 2v2 as well with your friend. But uh, I haven't played that myself. And there's also this blitz mode where you kind of pre-pack a deck before you play. And it's like almost a cross between Hearthstone and an RTS. Oh, so nice. you don't know what order the cards are going to come out in. And when you get the card, you have to, you know, you play it for a certain energy cost or you can recycle the card and get another one. 
Um, but you, you build this deck before you play and then you put the cards out which generates your units and then you have to try and capture points to get more energy to play more cards. So uh, I think it's a, yeah, it's an interesting idea and a, and a fun little twist. So I'm Always nice to this. see an RTS on console as well because, I mean, mm. a lot of people go, you can't play an RTS on console, you're a mouse, you need keyboards, you need things. Um, and then I politely stick my middle finger up and say, Red Alert 3 on the Xbox 360 was a fine <laughs> fucking game. That was a good game. Yes, there was two hours of tutorials to teach you all the buttons, but still, it worked. Um, no, I'm really interested in picking that up, actually. I, I had no idea that you'd played it. I had no idea you were cheating behind my back with uh, yeah. someone else in co-op, but uh, <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, whatever. We'll, we'll pick it up and you can just kick the, my ass at it and just then we the can record, review it. <laughs> no, I think it would be good. I would play the the campaign through again. Um, I think it's definitely worth playing through again. And if you buy the ultimate edition, which I did when it was, it was more than half, like better than half price on Amazon. So it's, I mean, it's usually sixty quid or something, which is horrific. But it was down to twenty five or something. I was like, you know what? Buy the ultimate edition. You don't get all the DLC from a season pass, which is a bit of a rip off. But what you do get is the remastered Halo Wars One. Uh, and it's been brought back to PC, and that was also a stunningly good co-op game. So I was thinking, yeah, that is that's a good a good bundle. So that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, we should play that and maybe maybe review it sometime next year. But for now, that was number five for this year's list. What's so, next? Uh, another another one which we're going to be recording an episode episode on soon in the future is do the number ah number four. Is PUBG. Uh, I can't. I've yet to find a good way. Of, uh, PUBG, I guess, is how people will say it because then you can yeah. say the word pub. But I always like to spell it out in full in caps lock as intended. Player unknown battlegrounds! Um, PUBG. <laughs> PUBG, Gina G's <laughs> less successful brother. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so PUBG is, uh, I mean, it's. The game that everyone's talking about, you were probably tuning into this episode and thinking, oh, I bet PUBG is going to be number one in the game. Well, you'd be wrong. It's not. Uh, <laughs> but it is on the list. Um, I mean, it's still early access. Uh, I mean, the 1.0 is coming soon. So I think we're going to do an episode shortly after that's happened um, and we get to play the new map. Uh, but I love it because it's um, it's a game that I uh, received as a gift um, and played on my own for a little bit and it shit me right up because <laughs> there's no audio. Really, I mean, there's no background music, so it's just you mooching around, scavenging shit, and then you hear, <laughs> and you think, oh shit, there's someone outside, and then you hear, <laughs> as a jeep goes by, and you're like, oh shit, there's people coming for me, I'm no good at shooting in this game, and then you get murdered by a sniper rifle that you didn't even see from a yeah. long range. And then it's game over. So with two people, it's a lot better because I can make John go out of doors first. Um, <laughs> and if someone's coming and I can go, oh, there's someone coming up the stairs. I'll hide. You deal with them. Uh, so it's been a lot more fun in uh, multiplayer. But great game, uh, mainly uh, for the fact that it has that, uh, I don't really know what you'd, how you'd explain it, but it's the kind of, when you die you don't think ah oh, shit that was unfair that's not right mm. you go ah one more try and then you just jump back in again and it's so quick because there's so many people online all the time that you just straight back in and it's like right we'll try a different tactic this time we'll do something completely different let's go over there um and it's, it's kind of fun I, I enjoy it a lot so uh, and i i feel like we are so fucking far away from badass 
in this oh, game. We are, the, yes. we are the exact opposite of badass. And we it's are still cattle fun. in this game. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we just knuckle down and hide in a corner. As soon as we see some, someone, it's like, did they see us? Did they see us? Did they see us? But that was Shit. a good tactic. Run towards them shooting. Brrr, miss, 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 miss. And want them dead. <laughs> the, sna- the snail tactic, as I like to call it, just hiding in your shell for a little while, has worked well for us. We got to mm. number three out of 50 teams, which, you know, it's pretty good. I, think, there was I, one, I, don't, I don't even know if we killed anyone in that game. I think we just hid. <laughs> there was there was there was one one defining moment I want to mention. We'll talk about it more when we do an episode on that, I'm sure. But there was one one run where we're quite near the end, and the the cycle keeps getting smaller and smaller. And we get to this building, and it's like this is where we're going to hold up. This is our we last could, stand right here. We could be in the middle of the circle. We, we're so close. So we uh, we get into the top floor of this building, and we shoot the windows out right because it's like. We don't want to make noise if we shoot with our crossbows, so let's shoot the windows out so that we can be silent. And then, um, and then we're like on our on our knees, looking around, trying to stay hidden. And I just hear this like it sounds like glass breaking. And I'm like, oh shit, someone shot the window. And then I hear it again. And then I'm like, that wasn't glass breaking. That was a bunch of grenades. And it was just like the scene from Die Hard, <laughs> all the grenades coming to the cockpit. And then I'm just like, ah, and then dead. But and I survived. And I did hit for ages. And I was like, they've thrown all their grenades. They're going to come up now thinking we're dead. And I'm going to shoot the fuck out of them. And I was ready with my gun. And then they opened the door and chucked three more grenades in. <laughs> oh. Oops. Yeah. But it was it was awesome regardless. So. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Right. What's number three? Sorry. Great. No. Number three. Number three. Uh, this is another Nintendo Switch game. And we reviewed this back in August in episode 23. And that is Splatoon 2. So um, that was not, there wasn't a huge variety of games out on the Switch at the time. And it's not something maybe I would have picked up if if it wasn't for the fact that I only had three Switch games and I was eager to play more stuff. (laughs) Um, But we've already reviewed it, so we won't cover too much about what it is. But you run around shooting ink on the floor, trying to paint more of the map than the other team. Done. Um, But since release, they've released over 20 more weapons, eight more stages, and a paint bucket load of gear. Uh, Hero <laughs> Night, folks, is available for parties. <laughs> oh yeah! I didn't even ink that one through. Oh, um, Jesus, no, stop! <laughs> edit, edit this out, Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, but they they've released a ton of content since release, and it's all free. So um, some of it's special content, I think, like you can only get it if you participate in certain things. But nearly all of it is uh, just released. Just, hey, every week there's a new weapon, for instance. I think that's been every single week since the, yeah. the game. Well, maybe there was a month before they started doing this. But uh, in recent times, every week they release a new weapon, which is really cool. It's always nice to go back and see something new to play with. A whole bunch more stages. There are only four to start with, and now I'm sure there's 12. Uh, and like I say, at least another 100 bits of costumes you can wear. So, um, And there's yeah. also uh, several new game modes as well. They've uh-huh, added cool. a new one this week called Clam something. I want to say clam rush, but it's not clam rush. It's, cause it's salmon rush, isn't it? But there's yeah. like a, a new clam one that's just coming out this week. You can oh, read cool. all about it in Kylo Ben on Monday morning. Nice. Crabs. <laughs> <laughs> You've got crabs. That's the new, <laughs> the new mode. You've got to get rid of your crabs. Um, oh. no. <laughs> just imagine the inkling just running around picking crabs off of <laughs> Chucking them. That'd be a great game. <laughs> 
<laughs> back into the water. So yeah, it uh, had a lot of quirky character, cool mechanics, and it worked really well on the Switch. Apart from the lobby, which we talked about, which was horrifically oh, bad frame rate. But the game City. itself ran really well. So uh, That lobby made me petrified for New Donk City and Super Mario Odyssey, <laughs> and it did it undeservedly, because New Donk City runs at 60fps perfectly, mm. whereas that lobby ran at 12fps if you were lucky. And I actually think awful. they did it, maybe even on purpose, to save battery. They were like, you know what? You don't need the FPS here. Let's cut it down in half, which maybe it couldn't quite hit 60. So before, so it only hit 24 or something. But, you know, it does mean that your battery is going to last longer if you're not playing games and you're running around the lobby buying gear and stuff. So maybe there was a reason, but it did, didn't, didn't feel very confident when I first fired up the game and it's running at like 20 FPS. You're like, oh God, <laughs> how can I play a shooter like this? But it was fine when you get in the game. So. And also just, I mean, because we've done the episode already, we're not going to go back to it. Uh, but you remember one of our big irritations was you couldn't change your weapons in the lobby. <laughs> you had yeah, to go out yeah. of the game mode, back to the big 20 FPS lobby, walk around, <laughs> change your shit, then try and find a match again. Now you can yeah. change your shit out between matches, which is a huge improvement. And mm. honestly, something that should have been there from day one. Yeah, yeah. So it's really good, the support they've given it. And I, I suspect they'll keep giving it more. But I mean... You, if they stop now, I'd be happy, but I suspect they won't, so <laughs> that's great. So, oh, we're getting close to the end. Number two, Benjamin. Invisigun Heroes, as we mentioned uh, in the last episode, episode 31. Um, so the thing that I loved about this game, um, A, we played it in Couch Co-op first, which is always more fun, because you get that uh, smug satisfaction when I shoot you in the face. Um <laughs> Which, uh, you can't beat that. I mean, it's a, a nice feeling when you're sat next to a, a good friend and you've just shot them in the face. So. This, this friendly looking <laughs> face, do you really want to shoot it? More than ever, after those ink <laughs> chokes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Invisigan Heroes, uh, you can go back just to the other episode, but basically it's kind of like Bomberman, um, but the twist on the mechanic is that after a few seconds, everyone goes invisible which means you basically have to count your steps in a grid movement to know where you are uh, and also keep an eye on where everyone else was and try and work out where they are so that when you shoot and reveal yourself momentarily, you hopefully kill someone and don't just show up yourself to everyone else so that they can find you and kill you. Um, and it was great fun. <clears throat> I've put in our show notes, literal pump your arm in the air fun, uh, <laughs> which is exactly what it is. Like the feeling that you get after winning a round of that it's a proper like yeah come on which I, uh, I, I don't get much of just want to highlight you've actually put in the show notes literal pump your arm in the fun i'm not sure what i was really dubiously scared about what you actually meant there <laughs> i have drunk quite a lot uh, <laughs> i knew we were going to be playing rocket league so uh, where is to... this going <laughs> <laughs> pump your arm, yeah you're right okay Shut up. um so the only only other thing to mention about this is the sheer amount of variety in the game. Huge amount of game modes. Uh, the environmental effects were spot on. Really clever mechanics like thunder and lightning that shows you just briefly. Uh, or the raindrops to disguise the noise of you sloshing through puddles. Um, just really, really clever. A lot of thought had gone into it. And it was all from a one-person team, I believe. Because I think you start it up and it has like a little thing saying, This is made by a one-man team. Please be kind. <laughs> yeah, ninety nine percent certain. You're right there. Yeah, um, it's really awesome. Really great game, and uh, it's a 
the reason to put it number two in our list is just to make a plea again of please bring it to the Switch. Because if you bring it to the Switch, mm. I will play it a lot more. <laughs> and I yeah, will buy it again. Epic. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd buy it again, no doubt, on Switch. And I, uh, I just wish I had... A, I mean, unlike uh, Video Ball, while it doesn't have uh, much of a community, this is great fun 1v1 with some bots or... 2v1 or 2v2 with your friends so it's still worth picking up to play with your friends mm-hmm. but if it had a had a bigger online community I, w- I would be playing this quite frequently just now yeah. and then just dipping in so but really hard for small indie games to to, to build a big community you know unless they bloat to these massive games so it is tough but uh, yeah. cool so this leads us to our, Ooh, our the gonna big be? finish the top game of 2017 a winner is surely brewing <laughs> <laughs> so uh wonderful we reviewed this game back in episode 28 october just a couple of months ago uh, when you came over to sweden and it's a brutally hard game and it is cuphead and this yeah. was an amazing game which uh which i had kind of skimmed over until you brought it with you to sweden and then you said you played a couple of the levels and saved it so we could play it together in the co-op mode. And it's a Moorish, hard, 2D side-scrolling platform shooter, but the co-op was great. It was well-balanced because... So it's basically a sequence of boss battles once you get through the game, but you could drop in the second player or drop them out if they were getting too frustrated. (laughs) And the stages were so well-balanced for one or two players. I mean, there were a couple, that were slightly easier in one or the other mode, but the game felt really fair, both one or two players, because the added chaos of having a second player, kind of, and the added danger of trying to avoid more enemy bullets with two players instead of one, um, was a good trade-off for the, for the having a second player on the screen shooting more bullets. So, And yeah, I mean, the visual style was amazing. Like, it really did bring back that comic book feel, and the soundtrack's good enough to have some of the tracks on my Spotify playlist, which I listen to regularly. So yeah, I've yeah. Um, I mentioned earlier on that Video Ball was one of my favourite soundtracks of the year. <laughs> this is my favourite soundtrack of the year, Cuphead. I mean, I regularly have it playing on my Sonos while I'm cooking dinner and stuff. I just have it in the background. Oh, button, 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 <laughs> it's amazing. It's good. I mean, that didn't sound like any of the tunes on there, so don't take that as a. <laughs> As a impression because it was awful, but a good soundtrack, really, really good soundtrack. Proper nineteen twenties jazz feel to it. Uh, as you say, the visual style is just perfection. Hand animated nineteen thirties style rubber, what do they call it? Rubber banding, sort of like mm. rubber hosing. That's what they call it, where everyone sort of like bouncing up and down. Um, ah, wonderful, good characters. Brilliant design, slightly unnerving mug man drinking the white yeah. slush out of his own head, but that can be <laughs> excused. But again, I mean, yeah. that was one, like I said, with, um, <clears throat> uh, what did I say it with? Uh, oh, with, with uh, Toth. Mm. That's one of those defining moments I have of the year of our co-op experiences was us playing it and being like, well, this is awesome. This is great. Having a laugh, playing it slowly progressing. And then we hit a brick wall in the form of a green dragon. Mm. And we're like, that fucker and we kept going and going and going and you're like might, might be easier in single player so we took it in turns and then I went and had a shower and I came back <laughs> and you're still there going mm. I nearly got him and then we'd play a game together and I think 
you died about 80% through and I got to like something like 98% of the way through mm. it and we're like no god no and then when we finally the did it at the end yeah the jubilation we felt when we finally beat him was just like oh thank god and then we went to the next area and we started a few of the bosses and we did like 10 minutes of each and we're just like oh, I can't be bothered anymore <laughs> We defeated the dragon. That felt like that was the game's end because it was so yeah. horrendous. No, I, I and if we could play it online, which I understand why you can't because there's so much going on and any sort of lag would ruin it. But um, I think we would have re- revisited it. But as it yeah. is, we had the chance to play it in Sweden. We played quite a lot of it. It was epic. Enough said, really. Get yeah. it and play it with your friend as long as you live near them. <laughs> <laughs> A rigging endorsement. <laughs> or play it on your own. You'll yeah. feel badass when you, whenever you meet a boss. Well worth it. So, um, yeah, that brings our top six list of 2017 to a close. So check out some of the previous episodes we mentioned on our website, connectingtohost.co.uk. Just to recap, we've done some episodes recently on Invisigun Heroes, Overcooked and Cuphead. They were the last three. Uh, some upcoming episodes that we'll be doing reasonably soon, Shadow Warrior 2 and PUBG, maybe even Halo Wars 2. Um, suggest us some games you'd like us to play on Twitter, at CTHCast, and <laughs> leave us enough iTunes reviews, if they're going to be good, so we can get a rating. Please, that would be lovely. A lovely little Christmas present. And on that note, <laughs> uh, I'd like to say Merry Christmas, and have a, have a wonderful Christmas and New Year, and tune in. After all your festivities, don't get too drunk. Co-op games bless us, each and every one of us.